0: Welcome to The Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of The Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Rocco Carrera on the line. Rocco, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So, why don't you share a little bit about you with the audience, and we'll dive right into the conversation.
1: All right. Well, uh, a little bit about me. Um, started uh, working in the world of wealth management about 25 years ago. Not too long after getting started in the business, to find kind of like the uh, favorite client avatar that I was working with, and that happened to be business owners, CEOs, and um, and entrepreneurs. Decided to write a book a while ago. It took me a long time to write it, but the book is out now. <clears throat> and the book was really based on this concept that we call the three chords approach to life and wealth management. And it's been a fun journey. It's been a fun journey watching people incorporate the three chords approach into their lives. And uh, the three chords definitely creates true wealth. It's more than just dollars and cents.
0: Yeah, let's dive into that because. Many people, when they think, okay, investments and you know, they look at the stock market or the S&P or you know, with uh, different types of metals and commodities and digital currencies and all the things, there's all this stuff on there, which is a component of it. But unfortunately, I think people try to silo themselves into different things where it's like, okay, I'm going to focus on my investments. All right. Now I'm going to focus on my well-being. Okay. Now I'm going to focus on relationships and they try to separate and become multiple versions of themselves instead of figuring out who they are. And I think the work that you've done and then your book and and all of that helps people kind of figure out who they are, because that will obviously drive what's important to them when it comes to relationships and their health and their finances.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, um, it's really not something that uh, the three chords isn't something that you turn, <clears throat> turn on a switch and turn off a switch with each chord when you actually wanted to practice it. It's really, it's the way that you operate your life. And it really ties a lot with values and what your, your five core values are. And to give you an example, you know, I went through this exercise years ago. and My five core values were family, helping others, respect, generosity, and personal growth. And I pretty much make all of my decisions uh, every single day based upon those five different values, and those those operate my personal life, my business life, my financial life, whatever it is. So I, you know, I definitely appreciate what you had said. It's not, you know, the, the people that say, or you know, today I'm going to be a great uh, family person, but then tomorrow turn out, you know, turn out to be a complete, uh, you know, mess with that. That's not, you know, that's not what we're talking about.
0: And that's important. So, so what are these chords? Um, what are some of the things that uh, people can look out for, and then we can connect them all together.
1: You know, we try to really try to really simplify it, and having the, each chord represent one of three things. And let's just say the first one happens to be, let's call it their business. And so, if it's their business, what also ties in with their business is things that tie in financially. So it's things that tie in with business and finance represents. One of the cords. The second cord operates around family and not necessarily just blood family, but family and very close friends and how people look at that and their relationships with others. And the third cord um, is themselves as an individual. What are they doing for themselves? And when we look at that, we break it out and look at people's health. Are they making sure that they're operating in a healthy way? Are they developing themselves personally, personal development? Development? Are they becoming better people each year, year over year? So, family, business, self represents the three chords, and that's what we talk a lot about uh, about in the book.
0: And those are all incredibly important things for people to live a, a well-rounded, happy, and healthy life. And. Right now, and I'm sure you're seeing it too, especially because of the pandemic and all the things that are happening in the world, whether it's inflation, uh, recessions, wars, uh, pandemic, you name it. There's been a lot of things thrown at people, and we hear about the great resignation and people quitting their jobs and just people aren't happy. Uh, and it's—and for me, when I see that, I, I look at it as... Yes, there are some external things that are in play that might be contributing to this unhappiness. But I also know that you know the things that you've mentioned are missing from those people's lives because they took their attention away from their relationships, their family, their their business, all the things that you, you mentioned, and when people aren't, spending the right time on those things to nurture them. It's a lot like gardening or you know, planting a tree or you know, working in a field, and a farm. You have to take care of it all the time. It's not a set it and forget it kind of thing. It's something that constantly needs growth and attention. And, and unfortunately, so many people... Have not paid attention to aspects of their lives. And I think that's a big reason why we're seeing so many people stressed and burned out and not happy with their job and, and all these other things.
1: That's a big, you're 100% correct. There probably, you know, in, in recent times, there probably hasn't been more unhappy people floating around the world than we're seeing today. Meanwhile, education levels are at all time highs financial income is at all-time highs asset levels are pretty much at all-time highs so financially and intellectually and educationally we're at all-time highs but if people aren't as happy what is that really saying and it's may not necessarily what it's saying really in my opinion is is that <clears throat> While financial resources and doing well financially is really important, it's not the only thing. And I just uh, spent a couple of weeks over in Southern Italy, with my in my parents' town, with my relatives there. And this is the deep south of Italy. This is this is the um, up in the mountains region. It's a part of Italy that don't even know where it is. Um, Francis Ford Coppola happens to be a family from the neighboring town. And that's the only reason why I think some people may actually know where it is, but most people don't. And these people there live the most simplistic lives that I have ever personally seen, and they are so happy. They are happy, positive, optimistic, healthy people that just have wonderful relationships, and they spend a lot of time socializing and learning about each other and sharing And just a wonderful, they don't have a lot of financial resources. I think the average person maybe makes 11 to 12,000 US dollars per year, but um, you'd never know that by, you know, you'd never know that. So, but it's, um, you know, the points that you're making are really important points. Um, And you think about, well, what do those people value? What's in their value system? And if you really dive into that, you can really start seeing what creates a lot of happiness.
0: And that's a big thing is, again, going back to what I mentioned before, I think people may not be aware of what their values are. And that, and, and it's as alarming as that sounds, I, I see it time and time again, where people, they really don't have a good understanding of, of who they are. In many cases, they're afraid to look, which is heartbreaking to me. It's like, you, you're you always with you. You, know, you should know what Motivates you, what makes you happy and, and design your life in a way to get to that joy and fulfillment in life, because life is a blink of an eye. You know, you blink and you go, okay, where'd that decade go? It's just, it's mind boggling how quickly time goes. Even during pandemics, it just, it flies by, but it's so important for people to have an understanding of what their, what their mission, vision and values are as far as who they are as a human being and, and what they want to get out of life
1: you know they may not have defined their values but they definitely make their decisions based upon them so they may again they may you know everybody's making decisions they may not know what their what what their values are on paper but there's values underlying there what you just said was really profound right so decades flash by you know just in a snap finger and i don't think that people really realize that they look at their life so i'm 49 years old I'm looking at you know, from zero to 49 versus looking at it in these 10-year increments. And you're right. I, I'm 49. That I just turned 40. Now I'm 49. That decade went by like that. I mean, how many more decades do I get? Do I get another, you know, two, three, four, hopefully uh, maybe five, uh, but, you know, who the heck knows? But, but yeah, re- really important stuff, right? Really, um, again, financial and finance matters, right? um making money matters having a successful business matters having operating financially uh op, you know operating in a uh in a responsible financial manner matters but the other things matter too
0: and that's the thing of you know just trying to figure out you know what what your values are and bring them to you know you and i agree with you said you know we we act on our values but we may not have them Flushed out or written out, and I think it's a good exercise for people to do that frequently. Is to okay, what motivates me? What do I find you know, to be joy and fulfilling in life? What what do I want my investments to look like? Well, everybody's going to say hi, but let's be realistic. You know what what kind of returns are you looking for? What what do you want to do with these investments? You know, at the point when you want to start. Um uh, doing something else with them, what What are those investments and and what you know what's what's the intent and purpose of that? Getting people to think a little bit deeper, and I, I think that goes a long way. And, and so I'm sure your book your book touches on that as well.
1: Yeah, it's aligning one's um vision, mission, their values to the financial aspects of their life. So it's, you know a person accumulates a million bucks what is that attached to? What, what is that aligned with, right? If it's not aligned to anything, the million dollars becomes purposeless, right? It's, it's, it's useless. So, if, but if it's aligned to something, that's where it really becomes powerful and, and very, very useful. Um, we're trying to work with clients more on that. You know, clients that have accumulated tens of millions of dollars. We're trying to, I, I want them to have everything they want to get out of life and for those that are, you know, I mean, if they just pass on $50 million and, and that's kind of where it ends, I don't, you know, I think that somebody could do so much more. And that's really, you know, that, that's when you start really hitting the higher levels of true wealth.
0: And then, you know, being able (coughs) for estate planning and giving, you know, because you see constant, you know, people saying, okay, we're going to leave this to this foundation or even creating a foundation. Again, that goes back to the, you know, having an understanding of what is important for you and what kind of impact you want to have on not only your life, but the lives of others that you engage with. So, when people are... You know, able to invest and and have a decent return, and and their definition of being really wealthy, and what do they want to do with it? Um, and have a, I love how you you put it with, you got to have a goal. It's like, okay, I want to raise ten million dollars before I retire. Okay, all right, before you retire, well, what are you going to do with that? Uh, is it just so I can live off of that? okay, that's kind of what a lot of people do. But isn't there something more? You know, is it travel the world? Is it spend time in those beautiful mountains in and, and Italy and, and, you know, have, you know, meals with, with the people there that, you know, when people hear, oh, $10, or $12,000 a year, I'm sure a lot of people listening it's like I couldn't live like that. Well, if you have that attitude and that mindset, you're right, you can't. But if you have the mindset of, Boy, I would be thrilled to just be able to just enjoy life and take in the scenery and just, you know, visit and spend true quality time with people and talking with them. Something that, you know, for many of us was kind of against the law, more or less, in many cases, other than unless it was a Zoom screen for a couple of years. And that was a very frustrating period of time for people. And I I think that throughout everything that's happened right now is, know, uh, re- we hear about the term great reset and great resignation. I, I think it's a reawakening. I think people are starting to get really crystal clear on what's really important in their lives and maybe what's not.
1: Definitely. Uh, also, the new term that we're hearing a lot of is quiet quitting, right? You know, we, we unfortunately, we had a team member here who kind of shut down and became very quiet and that was, you know, to the point where he kind of made himself so quiet to the point where he, he actually left. And so quiet quitting is another thing that, you know, that, that's happening out there. And, um, you know, everybody deserves to be happy. Everybody should be happy in the workplace. Um, everybody should be, should be happy in life. And, um, you know, it, but it does, you know, it does require work. Things don't just, things don't, you know, uh, things don't just happen. Things happen just. As the famous uh, Jim Rowan uh, business philosopher has said, and but it's all great, you know. Every, you gotta, you know. It's what's so exciting is that you know, uh, through resources like yours and your podcast, people listening in and thinking about things a little bit differently and doing things differently, they can really make the changes that they're, they can make the changes in their life that they really want to make for themselves. And that's really cool.
0: And give themselves permission to do so because I think many people didn't give themselves permission to design their life the way that they want to live. And you all have always had that. Yes, there's going to be cause and effect. Yes, it might impact where you live or where you work or you know the relationships you have in your life. But ultimately, it's up to us to make sure that we're living a life that is filled with fulfillment and meaning and and when it's not then you make the necessary adjustments to to adjust those things so before go ahead I'm sorry
1: oh no no I just I'm just really enjoying our conversation because there's a decision that I've been thinking about making and I'm hemming and hawing about it it's a financial decision it's a decision of purchasing something over in Italy and I'm like oh I'm almost i going to be 50 next year you know, when am I going to do this, right? So the decades fl- fly by like in a decade, you know, very, very quickly. Maybe I should make this decision and just, you know, just do it and enjoy the next two decades because I may, I may not get a third decade. I mean, who knows? Maybe I might, even, I might not even get a, you know, this might be my last decade coming up. I mean, who knows?
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where you, you just go, you know, and I think about, you know, all the people before us, you know, that you know, were explorers that didn't have, Google Maps or anything like that they had maps but you know that were hopefully accurate but you know they just they took a risk and they went for it because they're like you know what we want to do this and i think that's something that entrepreneurs do it a lot you know we we take risks we go you know what let's let's do this let's let's walk away from the Comfort of the nine to five and trade it for a nine to midnight. I say that tongue in cheek, but sometimes people do that. I tell them, don't do that. You'll burn out pretty quick when you do that. So you got to figure out when not to work and when to work. But uh, before we wrap up, I want to talk about the book a little bit more. So is there a particular chapter? uh, Because I know in writing a book, it's very time consuming and there's a lot of, you know, historical information from your own experiences and research and everything like that. But is there a chapter or a section of the book that uh, you're, you're particularly really happy with how it turned out or, you, you know, the feedback you're getting from it is, is really causing some impact.
1: I think the, uh, the last chapter in the book, which is called tying the cords together. Um, and it kind of is like a summary of what the book is all about. So I would say that, that, you know, I'm, I, I mean, I hope if people pick up the book, that they read the whole book, but I think the, the chapter at the end that talks about tying the chords together is really meaningful, uh, where it takes a look at, at a lot of the different things that uh, on the three chords, but it kind of summarizes pretty good.
0: That's good. I love when books do that, where it takes all the lessons you've been given and then you put it all together and you go, aha. But yeah, don't don't skip to the end. Don't, that's that's like getting a hold of the teacher's handbook that had all the answers to the quiz and you just go get the answers. You're not yeah. going to learn anything. Yes, you're going to get an A on that quiz, but you're not learning anything. So take the time and and enjoy your book. So I've loved this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and all this amazing work you're doing?
1: Um, You can go to my webpage, and that is RoccoACarrero.com. That's R-O-C-C-O-A, like Apple, and then uh, Carrero, C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O.com.
0: I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So, Rocco, thank you again for this, and congratulations on discovering that uh, beautiful place in in Italy. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. You, 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 You weigh everything, but Sounds like you're leaning towards us. So I'd love, love to hear you know how that all turns out for you. So again, yeah,
1: thank of, you I'll so much it. for being on the show. Thanks for having me. We'll see what happens.
0: Thanks for listening to The, the Breakfast, Breakfast Leadership, Leadership show. show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.